Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is all you need to know on Beaky Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. Here's everything that you need to know to start your day on the right note. First, you probably paid some attention to the equity markets yesterday, not just ours but around the world. Risk assets as a whole declined after Fitch cut the long-term credit rating of the US. Overnight, you saw heavy selling in the US markets. The Dow dropped a percent while the S&P 500 dropped 1.4%. The tech-heavy Nasdaq, which has been the global outperformer this year, fell over 2%. But it's not just the rating cut that's weighing on investor sentiment. There's also the fact that the US labor market is looking as strong as ever. Bloomberg reported that US companies added more jobs in July than expected. Private payrolls increased by 324,000 last month, according to the figures that were published yesterday by the ADP Research Institution in collaboration with Stanford Digital Economy Lab. Now the reason that's a problem is that it weighs on the Fed decision to keep rates stable in order to control inflation which has been rampant in the US. Later today you'll see earnings take center stage in the US with Apple and Amazon posting results for the second quarter. Also in the UK, the Bank of England is expected to increase interest rates by 25 basis points to 5.25%. Speculation is also growing that it will surprise economists by signaling an increase to the pace of bond sales. Back home, the big talking point comes from the 51st GST Council meeting which recommended that a 28% tax be levied on the face value for online games, horse racing and actionable claims in casinos at the entry level while noting that a few states expressed their reservations against the decision. In a move that is aimed at bringing parity to the three gaming events and to avoid a repetitive taxation, total deposits submitted by the player to the supplier at the entry point will be the method of valuation for tax levy in the case of online gaming rather than the total value of each bet placed. The clarifications as well as the amendments will be enforced from the 1st of October and reviewed once more after 6 months of implementation. In response to the possibility of players shifting offshore gaming uh, platform entities, uh, the department has mandated that offshore entities have GST registrations. In other news, Enforcement Directorate has said that foreign and Indian currencies and gold as well as diamond jewelry worth about 25 crore rupees apart from so-called incriminating documents were seized after raids on Hero Motor Corp executive chairperson Pavan Munjal and some others. There's some corporate news to tell you about Twin Star Holdings is likely to sell a 4.3% stake in Vedanta via a block deal. Uh, seeking at least 4136 crore rupees the shareholder may sell 16 crore shares at a floor price of 258.5 rupees a piece representing a discount of 5% on wednesday's closing price and that's according to people who have seen the details or the terms of the deal and spoke on condition of anonymity In earnings Titan has posted a profit decline of 4% in the first quarter of the current financial year and missed analyst expectations on account of higher expenses. Meanwhile, Interglobe Aviation, which is the parent as you know of India's largest airline Indigo, turned a net profit in the first quarter and it was a large beat. In other news, the Karnataka state government has said that 
Foxconn will invest 5,000 crore rupees to build two component plants in the state. The government signed the letter of intent with Foxconn chairman Yang Liu for the two projects, which are expected to create employment opportunities for as many as 13,000 people. And with that, it's over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Neeraj. We saw a smart recovery towards the end of the session yesterday, but once again selling in evidence in risk assets globally. What are you focusing on at the start? Good morning, Alex. And very likely it won't be a good morning simply because uh, the Indian markets would likely follow what US markets did and the rest of Asia will do. Keep in mind, we've had a bit of a corrective move yesterday and the futures are in the green, the US futures. So in that sense, uh, maybe the correction might be limited, if at all. So uh, key to watch. We are anyways above uh, in the futures, still above the 19,500 mark, uh, which is where the sacrosanct call level is. So if we defend that, then that if we defend that, then that might be positive. So let's wait and watch. Uh, there's some Positive news uh, at the margin as well, of course. Remember, uh, Morgan Stanley's Jonathan Gardner and colleagues have uh, moved India to overweight. Uh, they believe uh, there is uh, secular leadership in India. It, it rose from number six to number one in the process with relative valuations less extreme than in October, while the macro strategist and bottom-up analyst scores reflect Morgan Stanley's blue paper thesis on India's decade. So multiple reasons why they believe India is an overweight at these valuations, which tells you something about the kind of numbers that Morgan Stanley is penciling in for the rest of the year or for the rest of the next few years. So that is a small positive from an Indian market perspective. Now, um, a few other things to note today that uh, while the markets may do what they do and you know, pointless and futile to try and second guess what will happen. I think it's important to try and talk about specific pockets of strength and weakness in the session today. So I will be watching out for earnings reactions in today's trade. And there are a bunch of them that are possible. Let me just try and map up a few. Uh, and before earnings, I'll start off with Vedanta because Twinstar Holdings is going to sell 4.3% stake at about 258 rupees a piece, which is a discount of 5%. So I expect that stock to start off lower, no surprises thereof. Uh, Integral Aviation, very strong quarter. Revenues up 30%. EBITAR, 79% higher, 7x higher at 5,100 crores. And while they say that the yields could dip in quarter two due to seasonality by about 15%, these numbers should please the street. I expect the stock could do well. Keep in mind that oil also has settled slightly lower. And aviation is in focus because remember yesterday, Jet Airways was up 5% for yet another day. SpiceJet was up on some news reports about Carlyle wanting stakes. So aviation seems to be doing well. Titan will not have a good start. Uh, revenues were up 26%, which was strong, but the bottom line was down by 4%. Margins were at 95 versus estimated 12.9%. Uh, you know, this goes in, uh, there was with an earlier July 12th report put out by Morgan Stanley, which, say, which said that they will have a weak Q2 after a very strong quarter four. And um, and the stock had rallied quite strongly. So I expect a bit of a corrective move there, despite the fact that the market company has said that they will they aim to achieve double-digit market share in the next three to four years from 7% currently. Gujarat Gas, similarly, revenues were in line, but everything else was below. Uh, down 26%, but in line revenues. But the PAT was down 43%. Margins were at 9.89 versus estimated 13%. So will wobble in trade. Um, 
Mankind Pharma, uh, Q1 was better than estimated. Revenues were up 18%, PAT up 66%, margins in 20.14 versus 22.9. So very likely this stock will do well as probably Narayan Rudalaya. Strong quarter, largely in line, but look at the numbers, 19% up in revenue, PAT up 66%, margins at 21.9 versus 18.6. So a clutch of uh, good number reactions and a clutch of bad number reactions as well. By the way, there are a lot more. There is a VIP, uh, which will react to slightly adverse numbers that have come in. Godrej Properties might be reacting more adversely as well today, despite the con call sounding positive. So you have a few others also, which will be in focus. But I've just enumerated the few which I think would be the key to watch today. So healthcare may be positive, uh, discretionary consumption may be a wobble. Let's wait and watch what happens to some of the other jewelry companies as well. And... Per se, from a market's perspective, hopefully a day of a bit more resilience. Though you could argue that yesterday too, after a 1.5% fall, we ended up at a percent. So a bit of a recovery from the day's low anyways happened. With this, it's back to you. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day.